0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Romans 2 and
2: 5, the no. righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yeah. render unto every man according to no. his deeds, to them who by patience continue in yeah. some well-doing seek No. For glory and honor, and immorality, yeah. eternal life, but unto them that are no. contentious and do not obey the yeah. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Great blue tip. You an African American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Yeah. Do you know who you are? No. King, queen? Yeah. Nigga, we back? No. Do you shine like a star? Yeah. Think they gonna tell you? No. We gonna explore? No. Yeah. They gonna take your life? No. So many secrets in the vault? Yeah. Do this knowledge cost? No. Hop in the book to Yep. Yeah. Do you follow these laws? This walk so why keep on trying? Everybody got choices Choose the right path and nothing can stop us. Everybody got choices Righteous life, devil don't like that nah. Everybody got choice Choose the right path and save your soul. Never going back? No, no, no. Forward to the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Everybody got choices, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody got choices. no Everybody got choices. Is it cool yeah. to be gay? Yeah. no Didn't he make us straight?
1: Yeah. Is the most high plan? no You gon' learn the day? Yeah. Do you understand grace? no Remember Noah's day? Yeah. Did <laughs> more than eight people live? no Will it be the same way? Yeah. It's a broad way to heaven. no it's a Broadway to hell. Yep. You choose death over life. Nope. You gonna change your life? Yep.
2: on trying. Everybody got choices. Choose the right path and nothing can stop us. Everybody got choices. Righteous life, they don't like that, nah. Everybody got choices. Choose the right path and save your soul. Never going back, nope. no, no, no. Choose the most tired states on To choose two sides to choose from You've got to choose one Who you gonna choose? Who you gonna choose? Should I live a simple life? Nope Should I repent and be baptized? Yep Will Amalek ever be nice? Nope Was our ever crucified? Yep Does this world love the most high? Nope It's a wicked God of earth? Will he power forever? Yep. From you got to choose one who you're gonna choose the most. I, I see it's choose. Who's to choose from you got to choose one who you're
3: gonna choose. Who you're gonna choose? Got to choose. And <laughs> you notice, man, we got to choose, we got to choose, we got to choose, we got to choose. And here we go.
2: All right, all right, all right. going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. going to learn today.
3: Let's go ahead and clap it up for the Most High in Christ. Yeah, how about I assume you how a shot, block your thumb. Let's give the Most High in the Christ a round of applause for the Passover and for this, this day. And it's another day of being alive, y'all. Here we go. And and sisters, shalom, shalom, shalom. In the ancient period of Hebrew greeting, Yahweh, Yehowah, Bahasham, Yahweh Shai, Barakatam um, to the twelve tribes worldwide, to Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulun, Ephraim, Vanessa, Gab, Reuben, Asher, Dan, Issachar. We would like to say shalom to those here in North America, to the so-called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians. Colombians, Panamanians, and the so-called Mexicans—you make up—and you make up—and up are descendants of the original twelve lost tribes of the nation of Israel. Salam, 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 salam. Um, my name is Mashaba. I am one of the teachers with the ISBHPK, the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. Um, I am currently located here in San Antonio, Texas, uh, where we currently have a school uh, located at 4444 Walsham. Uh, here in San Antonio, Texas, 78217. Um, that's headed up by the brother Warner Iyer, uh, the brother Sam Swan, and the brother of Yad, uh, Honed It Down. Uh, you can check them out at ISBHBK um, YouTube channel. Uh, ISBHBK San Antonio. Uh, they, te- uh, they teach Monday Wednesday, and Prize on YouTube and on Saturday, uh, Saturday morning uh, status. Uh, please uh, check them out. Brothers do an excellent job of Honed It Down and help it bring our nation Helping bring the the Israelites back together, doing a great job there. Then we have our school in Houston, Texas. Right, ISBHPK in Houston, Texas. Uh, Hold on one second, y'all. Let me let me get my who we have ISBHPK Houston, Texas, uh, located at two thirty one FM ten ninety two in Stafford, Texas, 774-77477, uh, um, and that's headed up by Priest spot uh, You can reach him uh, uh, um, at area code 303 uh, 557 Class times in for the Houston class is Mondays and Wednesdays uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., uh, all Central Standard Time, and then on Saturday mornings uh, uh, starting at 10 a.m. Uh, that's our Houston school. Then we have our Norfolk school, Norfolk, Virginia, where we just had the Passover rat. Beautiful. I'm going to talk on that for, for a little bit, uh, which is located in Norfolk at 2610 Granby Street in Norfolk, Virginia, uh, 23517. For more information there, uh, you reach Priest, Quata, uh, Priest Kazakia. Uh, at, his phone number is 757-300. Four zero four seven. The class times for our school in Norfolk is uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays, starting from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and again on Saturdays, uh, starting at 12 noon, because they go free speaking first uh, out there in Norfolk. Uh, so check them out. Uh, also at ISBHPK Norfolk, all right? And then we have ISBHBK Rochester. Uh, which is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, Suite 1A in Rochester, New York, uh, 14606 being the zip code there. Contact uh, the contact person is Priest Zion, who's doing an excellent job. Uh, phone number, uh, area code 757, 762, 3917. Class times for Rochester is Tuesdays and Thursdays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Fridays from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, and Saturdays starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. <laughs> and you can tell I just came back from Virginia, right, being um, <laughs> around brothers, and I went to the school, and I got the Israel School of Biblical History of Knowledge. I got the Welcome packet, which has all the information on there, and I will be making sure I read this <laughs> every class that I do, all right, and, and keeping us going and, and uh, keeping us connected, brothers and sisters. Uh, Shabbat Shalom. We we just, when I say Shabbat Shalom, I'm referring to the Passover coming um, uh, uh, collective uh, uh, congregation that we just had uh, for the Passover um, uh, uh, coming together and eating the Passover. Even though the Passover actually started uh, April 5th. Um, we, we met up, uh, uh, the schools met up in, uh, in Virginia. It asked me, it was a Newport news as it as a DoHickey club. Uh, another beautiful celebration, another beautiful, uh, uh, coming together. It was really something else. It was, it was, it was, it was fantastic. It was, it, 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 was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was good, uh, yeah, yeah you, you know, y'all know when I start stuttering, uh, that I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Um, it, just, you know, just, just uh, taking it in. Uh, Shouts out to, to to the schools that came together to, to San Antonio, Houston, Norfolk, uh, Rochester. The, uh, what y'all put together again in uh put put together, it was beautiful. Yeah, uh, it, it it was beautiful. Um, and as, as we always run into, just not enough time. Not enough time to 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 get to see everybody, or uh, and talk to every to every single one there. And, and 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 but to get there and really enjoy each other, the garments, the garments, the garments, the garments, the garments. Uh, Brother says, when we go to Isaiah chapter fifty-two, I'm, I'm gonna pull that up. Let me, let me put my Bible up here. As you know, I'm on the uh, Eastward uh, Bible app, and you can find links to the Eastward Bible app and uh, to um, uh, to ISBHPK functions at ISBHPK.com at ISBHPK.com. All right, but I'm um, going to Isaiah chapter 52, and links to the to the um, uh, the Eastward Bible tool. Brothers and sisters, do yourself a favor if you don't have it. It this this tool is amazing. This app is amazing. Um it's also on Android, I believe it is. It's the uh Sport, uh app on, on Android. I'm not sure if that's for for the um, iPhone either. It's been it's been a long time since I've had the iPhone. But the eSport for your laptops, brothers and sisters, do yourself a favor, get it. Right. If it's just on, on the phone, the MindSword module is, is, is excellent also. But for desktops or laptops, e is the one. It, it, it's absolutely free, absolutely free. And the beautiful thing about it is uh, you can use it offline. You don't have to be – you do not have to be connected to Wi-Fi in order to use it. Uh, uh, and all, all the, the benefits and, and, and the things that it, the tools that it has, uh, it really is something else. It really is something else. Um from dictionaries, Bibles, um, commentaries, uh, reference books, uh, all absolutely free. All one hundred percent free. Um, you do yourself a favor and, and get it. You, 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 won't be, you won't be mad. All right. You won't be you will not be upset. The East Ward is really is top notch. Uh and you can go to uh, uh, Bible study tools uh online and they have so many downloads and stuff you can download to it. I mean, it's ridiculous. It, it really is ridiculous. If you really want to be studied, serious about your studies, if you really want to put um, I, uh, Second Timothy chapter two verse fifteen uh, into effect of study to show yourself approved to the Most High, a word we need is not to be ashamed, right? Defying the word of truth. You want to get the Eastward. Uh, I highly, I cannot recommend this tool enough. Um, if you really want to be serious about your studies and, and putting things together, from the commentaries to the Bibles, um, I'm looking here. Uh, and my wife just brought me a brand new to water for that. Yes, or um, And as I'm looking, I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. I've got 25 Bibles, just Bibles that I've downloaded, including the Apocrypha. Um, and this, this this is short. I haven't downloaded the ones I've I've, I've used on, in previous versions. Um, just 25 uh, different Bibles from that really just help bring up the understanding. Um, but the, the King James uh, Apocrypha one is is my main one that I I, I do use. But sometimes you just want to. Um, just go a little bit more in-depth. Sometimes you want to go a little bit more in-depth. So I've got these 25 different Bibles. Uh, downloaded for free from the uh, Eastward app. And as far as dictionaries, on this one I've only got a few also. But I've, I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Here I've got 15 different uh, dictionaries uh, that I downloaded for free. On my other computer, I've, I've got like 32 Bibles and like. 28 different dictionaries from uh, Hebrew-Greek lexicons, um, uh, word studies, uh, uh, Webster's. Not not only the 1828 Dictionary, but the uh, um, Webster's uh, 1913 Dictionary. I've got um, uh, 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 different Bible dictionaries from the Smiths, the Eastons, the um, uh, Hitchcocks. I've got the... uh, uh, the uh, International Standard Bible Encyclopedias. Just again in one uh the Strong's strongest dictionaries, just want to take my studies to the next level. All right, that that I'm not, I don't want to be the person who's just running his mouth like I'm doing right now. That's just running his mouth and not knowing what I'm talking about, uh, but actually having proof, actually having the uh uh that it's just not my opinion. Uh but it is it, it this is from actual studies. And, and putting things together, and that this was scholars who've had dedicated their lives uh, to the study of the Bible and have had access to, to resources um, in archaeology, anthropology, um, actually going to the actual places in, uh, uh, in the Bible, um, having access to the, scroll, the scrolls, having access to the records um, like we don't have right now. They had dedicated their lives to compiling all this information in order for us to bring it out for us, to be relevant for us to today. You can't be in the commentaries. I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. I've got 19 different commentaries, here on, on, on my, uh, my, new, my new computer here. Again, brothers and sisters, to me, the commentaries, let me slow down a little bit. I'm starting to talk a little bit fast. Let me slow down just for, for, for a touch. When we read Proverbs, chapter 3 and verse 5, when we do read the book of Proverbs, chapter 3 and verse 5, it tells tells us not to lean into our own understanding. And a lot of times, many of us can can read a scripture, and we will go by what what we're getting from it. It's called an exegesis, or even an eisegesis. And it's, it's not done out of maliciousness. It's not done out out of the evil evil, uh, intent, but it's still very heavily based on our own opinions and our own experiences of what we we might be going through. And the the, the dangerous part of that is it really won't be founded on the rest of the Bible. That what we read, um, if we just read that one section right there, that one scripture right there, or, or what have you, that it's still based off of a person's experience. It's still based off of a a person's own understanding. And true enough, we might be reading the scriptures and we're reading the Bible, but our understanding is still based very heavily on our own understanding. And and we'll speak it as if it's factual. Um, And this is what a lot of teachers have done, and this is how a lot of religions have gotten started. Um, they'll, They'll speak their opinion about what the scripture is saying, with so much conviction and with so much so much passion, that a lot of people will just it, they'll go with it. Also, that kind of just just go right along with what what's being said, but it's not really based. Um, it, it, it's based on scripture, but the foundation is still rocky, and it's still a, very heavily their opinion about what's being said, not based on real studies, not based on real uh, uh, precepts or understanding of the period, or understanding what was going on. Um, but it, it, they'll see a scripture uh, in, in, the, in the Bible, and they'll just, according to whatever emotion gets struck, according to whatever nerve uh, get, gets, gets, gets stroked, um, we'll use that scripture from that particular point of, of reference, but it really won't be biblically accurate. All right? um, so to, to make sure that that's not the case, that I'm leaning, that we're leaning to our own understandings. This is why I have all these dictionaries. This is why I have all, a lot of these commentaries, um, and uh, all these different Bibles, so that it really is the Word of God coming across. It really is what the Messiah is saying that is that's coming across. Um, that we're able to come back and, and put the history together. With, what, uh, with the time era of what was being said, why it was said, even how it was said, um, And then knowing that we're dealing in English, that many, there's, many, uh, there's many Hebrew words that the English level could, that the English language compiles into, into its language. Uh, for example, we, uh, we can look at the word "world," just to give- a, 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 the-world example just to give a, a, an example. We can look at the word "world." And, and we can get one impression of what the word world is, but even when we read in a dictionary, there's over 14 different definitions for the word world. And when you consider that, you can go into the Hebrew and go into the Greek and get even more definitions for what the word world means. So we have to be able to keep things in context. All right? uh, we have to be able to keep things in context, that when the word world is used, in, in, in one particular scripture, like John 3.16, what actual word is, is being used right there? So what does it actually mean? What's the actual context of what, when, when Christ did say what he said, uh, that God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever uh, believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life? If we don't understand the context of what actual word was being used, um, that our understanding can really be twisted. Our understanding can, can be off. And, again, the dangerous thing about that is that a person can really be using John 3.16, reading John 3.16, and believe they have an understanding of John 3.16, but it's not, it's, not, it's not accurate. It's not accurate, even though they're quoting John 3.16. And that's what we see a lot of people doing in, in, in this walk, that God love the world. And, and their, their, first, their first thought is, yes, it's the whole wide world. It's every single body on the whole planet. It's everybody. God loves everybody. God loves... He has the whole world in his hands. He has the whole wide world in his hands. But that's not really the case. That is not really the case. Um, so if we don't understand the context of what words are being used and 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 um, uh, what's what's going on, that our understanding... We could be reading the Bible, and our understanding can really be twisted. And we could has such conviction that, no, I am reading the Bible. I am going by the scriptures. This is what it says, and it's not accurate. So this is why, again, I'm just recommending, as I'm just touching on this tangent for a little bit, why I'm recommending that, uh, please download the Eastward. I might get paid for any of this either, but download the Eastward or the MySword, I, I believe on Android, um, and get all these different modules, uh, get all these different, different things to help you with your studies. All right, To help you with your studies, to know that you are putting things together the, the right way. That your understanding really is, 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 is as complete as it really can be. Um, just just throwing it out there. All right? But coming to Isaiah chapter 52 and verse 1 and dealing with the garments for, the, for, for what we just dealt with. Oh, my goodness. Um, Isaiah chapter 52 and verse 1. Awake, awake. Put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city that come that's what thing I do love about the passovers shouts out to the sisters to 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 Israel wear Houston Israel wear San Antonio um Israel wear uh, Norfolk shouts out to the sisters my goodness the garments were fabulous uh Norfolk Houston and Rochester they had the colors were orange purple and silver and you might think that like, wow that's kinda what what is that about? Orange, purple, and silver. But the way those garments are put together amazing. Amazing, 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 amazing. I I don't know how to how again, here I might have lost the words. Sim- simply amazing. And especially when you see the unity and you got so many people gathered together. If y'all get a chance, go on Facebook um, and you see the brother Quotazop, uh Zab, um, Go and check out his face. He's got a lot of pictures uh, from, the, from, from the Passover. Wow. Seeing all, as many people that were, that were dressed in, in the orange, purple, and silver and how they put all that together and standing together, amazing, completely amazing. And then uh, San Antonio, not 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 to, not to to slight San Antonio in the least bit. San Antonio got some 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 ponchos made from alpaca uh, that, that the brother uh, Calakad Cab, uh, that, that they they got for the brother Calakad Cab down in Guatemala. Wow, 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 wow. Gray and white uh, with the hoodies, wow. And then uh, with the black Zampa. Now the Zampa is, is a mitri or a turban, but the way the Israelites um, we wore our turbans, not like the East Indians that people might think about a turban with East Indians or a turban from the from the Arabs. Uh, but the, the mantasampas are the, the 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 linen crowns that the Israelites wore, or the linen mitres that we wore. It keeps the top of the head open. And you keep the top of the head open for anointings. Um, and this is where Paul came back and, and gave us the, the, uh, the exhortation about a man praying or covering with a uh, man praying or prophesying with his head covered, dishonest his head, that the top is supposed to be open. The top of it, contrary or opposite of what we see with Jewish people, where they wear the yarmulkes and cover the crown of the head. If you're getting anointed, then why would you want the crown of the head to be covered? Just you know a little common sense and throwing it out there, but seeing these brothers uh, with the uh uh with the the gray, white and silver uh ponchos uh, made out of alpaca and then wearing the the uh dark turbans, the black turbans, wow, amazing. Amazing, 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 amazing. They really did their thing. They really put it together. It was it was beautiful. And and to see from from, from babies four and five months old, uh uh dressed in, in, in the different uh, uh garments and colors. All, uh, all the way up to I mean to to the, the old eldest men in in the in the place. It was really beautiful. Just seeing unity is beautiful, you know. Like like Psalms one thirty three says, uh, look how good, how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. That it, it it just seeing us coming Israelites coming together, seeing our people coming together. And I do want to send a a, a, a special uh thank you to the most high to Christ. And in this Passover, Passover two thousand twenty three, um with the brother Kazakia uh the brother Aisha Waitaza, um, the brother Dawiyad, that were actually there at this particular Passover. This marked, 2023 marked the 30th Passover that, we, that those that were, were part of the original Mount Zion, those that were part of the original Stream of Knowledge, those that were part of the original Sword of Truth, those that were part of the original um, uh, uh, Shield of Wisdom, uh, that April of 1993 was the first Passover that we all celebrated together. In April of 1993, that was the first Passover that we celebrated together. And here, April 2023, marked the 30th anniversary of us doing this Passover together. Passovers. 30 years of Passover. So with the brother, I swear to God, um, the Brother Kazakia, the Brother Double Yad, um, that was actually there at the Passover. Not, not, not to slight uh, uh, Kawakaba at off, not just forget uh, the Brother Bonabad. Um, it's been 30 Passovers, 30 years that we've been doing this together. Now, I'm 53 years old this year, so 52 Minus 30, so 22 years old. 22 years old when we celebrated our first Passover together. That's what I was. Kazakia is 46. So his first pass he was 16. Not his first Passover, but the first Passover that we, we all did together. He was 16 years old. Uh, standing at the Mount Zion. That uh, it really was, you know, that that it 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 it, 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 it it's a it's a mark, it's, it's 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 an anniversary, it's it's a it's a beautiful thing that we might still be here. And ag- again, just, just 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 me personally, just want to send a thank you to the Most High in Christ um, that to be able to look up, and it's funny looking looking at at at, at us seeing the brother Dawian, uh who was one of the original uh, founding members of the Sword of Truth. Um, when the original, the, the original three members of the Sport of Truth here in San Antonio was the brother Kazayan, the brother Ariasemar, and the brother Dawiyad. Uh, to see Dawiyad at this Passover, we were so young when we first started. And to see him with his gray hair, he looks fabulous. He looks fantastic. Uh, if it went not for the gray hair, you, you would think this man was, was, was could literally be a Dr. Sebi, youthful. The man is, is, is doing, uh, he's doing roofing, fifty some years old. Cause I think that we might be older than me, fifty some years old, and is still doing roofing, like still getting up on roofs and, in Albuquerque, in the heat of Albuquerque during the summers, and and, and still doing roofing. But it wasn't for the, the gray hairs. That's the only thing giving away his age, the gray hairs. Um, I dare one of y'all get him on the basketball court. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. Get that man on the basketball court and get embarrassed. But, see, you know, but the gray hairs, the with, scene with, with his gray hair is like, wow. But I still remember you from yesterday. I, I, I just looked at my photo albums and find pictures of us um, from way back, thirty over 30 years ago, and the brother Ice White is on. And I've been on Ice Uh, we we went to high school together and he was one of my my brother's best friends. Um, Ice was always, if you know him and his brother, Lauren, these brothers are are fitness gurus, um, to say the least. Um, Lauren played for for the, uh, the USA rugby team. These brothers is just fitness defined. Um, To see Ice, I'm not gonna say what his nickname was back back in, in high school and everything, but to see Ice, and yeah, a little bit more gray hairs, <laughs> to be there at the Passover with his grandchildren, grandchildren. Wow, again, a little, little bit more salt and pepper, a little bit more gray hair, but still, still doing the still doing the damn thing, and, and still landscaping. Still, still. <laughs> run up on ice if you want to. Run up on ice if you want to. <laughs> and yeah, and then the, the brother Kazaki, um, six children, six children, six, seven children, and. Uh, and his latest one, the baby boy, well, is what five months old, six months old, also. Amazing, 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 and and, and it it's it's an honor to still to still be in the presence of these men, and to see the work that's being as that's, that's continued. Um, and let me take this time out. So I know time is 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 is, is going by. And I'm being a little bit more long winded, but um. With the recent news that uh, what w- was wrong, that the the elder chief high priest Ariah had passed away, and some of the controversy that that was sparked um, by some Israel uh, um, camps or, or communities, brother I'm 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 gonna say it like this um, two. The seven elders of 1 West on 25th Street. Um, Masha, Arya, Yaikwa, Lahab, Yeshaya, Shara, and Kazakh. Thank you. The water. We truly are standing on y'all's shoulders. We, tr- we truly are we're standing on, 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 on y'all's so- shoulders, that Chief of Peace Aria, you were bar mitzvahed in the truth. So I mean that you, you, you came into this knowledge and this work at the age of 12 years old, 12, 12 years old, and you've had some ups and downs. You've not been perfect. You've not been, uh, and, and no man I strive for perfection, but the work and dedication that you put in to studying the work and dedication you put in to waking up the 12 tribes of Israel, the the, the work and, and dedication and the adversity that you faced uh, throughout your life um, and going out there diligently every weekend, if it was on 125th Street where, where there's a camp where you was doing some teaching, if it was, you know, the entrance, 44th and Broadway, Times Square doing something that had never been done before well number before in, in america teaching that not only is christ black but who, who the israelites are and bringing us back to our nationality with with, with alibibis uh as a young man the things that you've had to endure things that you that you've had to, to, to go through to to t- be teaching that christ is black today we can say that with with, with ease But for this, for them to say this, to be be teaching this, to be teaching in the midst of deep segregation, to be teaching this in in, in a deep, deep Jim Crow era where it had never been shot, taught before. For all the times that you were that y'all have been abused, you know, chief officers y'all have been arrested for just teaching the bible persecuted for for how much of a personal life you did not have and so and, and, and studying and compiling this information and then going out every weekend and teaching it with a conviction that you can that that you've taught it and then uh for your father to be there uh um masha. And then for y'all, in y'all's diligence, um, for the most I to wake up, Lahab, Ishaya, Shara, and Kazakh, and for y'all men to have gone through the adversities and things y'all have gone through again in your personal lives, having overcome um, uh, personal traumas, personal uh, losses your faith and belief and your, I, I want to talk about your faith because you, y'all had, have, had, have, have, y'all have done things that have never been seen before. Y'all became the, the, the living examples and ensamples of things that never been done before. If anybody is doing any street teaching, I don't care if there's one brother going out on a corner by himself where he's reading by himself. I'm pulling scriptures and breaking them down, pulling scriptures and bring them down. Or it's two men or a whole camp full of, full of brothers, you would not even have that template if it weren't for what the work, the dedication, the sacrifices um, that the elders put in. And when I say elders, I'm not talking about this because they were you're over 50. I'm talking about men who had truly dedicated their lives to to the awakening of the 12 tribes of Israel here in North America. Um, being fired from jobs for teaching the crisis black uh, from 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 people they work with, seeing them out there on 44th and Broadway, the most busiest street in America, Times Square. You know, every year when when, when the, uh, every New Year when they do the the, the countdown. Uh, July, uh, December 31st, when they do the countdown, the 10, 9, 8, when they drop that, that big-ass ball, the place where they do that is on the corner of 44th Street and Broadway. It's Broadway. You know, all the songs. On Broadway. Um, the most busiest street in America. Traveled by tourists, by every national, everybody, 44th and Broadway. Um, right down the street from where, you know, the Macy's um, Thanksgiving Day parade go, uh, goes by. Broadway, right? I mean, that same, that same area. It's all right there. They're on 44th and Broadway. Macy's on 34th and Broadway. The most busiest street in America. And for these men that have been out there every weekend, she's in a crisis black. These are the Negroes in America, the true Jews. They're teaching the 12 tribes of Israel. No one has ever done that before, before them in the Americas, ever. So anybody doing any street teaching today, whether you sat at the feet of the elders or not, you're still a branch of what, of what the most I used them for. If you're pulling precepts, you got that from, from, from the work that these men did. Most of Christ get all the praise. Most of Christ get all the glory. But for these pillars, the pillars that these men have, uh, have been and were, we're all standing on their shoulders. Um, if, you have, if you wear a matazam pa, um, putting on other fringes, and not just the zitsis, but actual fringes on the four corners of, uh, uh, and the borders of blue, um, uh, if it's down your pant leg the is on pause the most I work with these men for us to be able to have these things um, who obviously we're all standing on the shoulders of the apostles who are standing on the shoulders of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Yahweh Thank you, that this is a very historic time that we're living in, a very historic time that we're living in. But to to go from a small office space, 1 West 125th Street in Harlem, New York, Harlem, New York, and to see where this truth has spread to, Under the umbrella from 1 West 125th Street, whether you you call yourselves right now GOCC, IUIC, uh, GMS, Believers of the Way, Sons of Jacob, uh, Ambassadors of Christ, House of David, Twelve Tribes, um, uh, Far People's Edification, uh, uh, True Nation, uh, ISUBK, ISBHPK, on and on and on and on and on. Sakari, we're all standing on the shoulders of these men, the apostles, and Christ. And again, to see, see men that have stayed dedicated all these years, that's just from the, from the actual elders. Because Chief of our is still teaching. He's still in heavy communication with Brother Kazaki, and, and that, that's a... a market on myself and not being in touch with the the chief of appreciate. But for it to start as a a grain of mustard seed and to grow to and out, there are literally camps and schools across the world. But then it all started at 1 West on 25th Street to that's what teaching of the twelve tribes of Israel, not just not just the, the 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 black Jewish religion, but of the actual twelve tribes of the nation of Israel and be able to pull the archaeology, the history, the anthropology, the records to prove it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you, Christ, for the work and the sacrifice of these men. It, it, it's if you're not really being in a position to understand what these men, it, and it's, it's going to be hard for people to relate to it, of what kind of sacrifices, how much their own families fought against them. The the the, the true evidence of Matthew chapter 10 34 that a man's foe, I, I came not to send peace on, on earth, I came not to send peace but the war. Uh, for a man's foes, I'm coming to say, family members against family members, and a man's foes should be their own household that to understand, even trying to think about, you're out here teaching for the first time that Christ is black and full of scriptures, how much of a cult figure you look like, how off of the, your rocks you were. You're coming from a time of, of again, just at this, the, the beginning of the civil rights era, second, third generation, second generation, Brother uh, second generation families second generation families after slavery just two generations great grandparents having been slaves parents having been sharecroppers and here you are teaching Christ is black the 12 tribes of Israel Come on, y'all. How many of their family members actually thought they were crazy? Their their dedication is going on every weekend. Knowing that our people needed this. How many wives have left them? How many children have left them? That it wasn't done, that being a part of the truth in his teaching wasn't out of convenience. It wasn't, let me make sure I got my house together and got my house in order and I've got things um, stable and then I'll come back, I, I can come in and dedicate some time to what the camp has going on, to what to what's happening. That no, these men set the standard. And again, not having the example of what it means to forsake, like Christ said in Luke fourteen, twenty six, to forsake fathers, mothers, fathers, houses, children, wives, yeah, your own life. For my sake, for Christ's sake, I'm going to put, put like a, a little tribute together, a little history class together about um, from what I know about about the elders, the true the true elders. And I, and I hear people call me elder, and and I recoil at that that thought. When I because I don't consider myself nowhere near the caliber of men. That were the elders. Masha, Aryah, Yaikwa, Lahab, Yeshaya, Shah, and Kazakh. Those are elders. Those were the elders. Well, I'm thinking about the word general, even though that's not not used too much anymore. Now people are bringing in the words of bishop and deacon and stuff like that, but the generals, the Arialas, the yashawans, Yohana was there, Tahar uh, was there, Um, known as the junior council at One West. The leadership, the example, the work and dedication that these men exhibited. They had generals. They were leaders. Having a go by faith. Not faith in themselves. Not faith in their abilities. Not faith in their bank accounts. But the true faith. Faith in what the scripture says. Not because they saw they, it they, 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 they as a way for them to get uber rich from the prosperity teachings, uh, to, be, to be well off or stable like the Nation of Islam or the fruit, the fruit of Islam or what have you, or like any any you know, prosperity teachings from any Catholic, Protestant, Christian uh, uh, background, but the faith of this is what the Bible says and this is what I'm sticking with. In the face of, of and as we will not get into the class, following the steps of Christ and the investment that that has been made into people that you thought were dedicated as dedicated to what you're doing, that they that they are as dedicated as you you are dedicated to for, for, to to be investing in in men and and in strangers. More than you invest in your own personal family, in the thought, and belief, and the hope that they were going to come in and help out in this work with the same type of dedication and 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 single heartedness that 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 you've already exhibited, and and they get to a point where it's about them. Get selfish. Get tired of, of enduring. And when you thought you got somebody you could really pass this, this knowledge on to or pass this on to, pass the baton to, they wound up being false brethren. They wound up being, when I say false brethren, they, they have other agendas. But not denying the, the investment that was still put into them, the many late nights, the many hours, the many months, the years that you put into men. Um, and trying to teach them, and trying to get their minds all right, and trying and get them girded with 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 the Most High in Christ, and it's try trying to pass on the same faith to them as you had in the Scriptures and what the Bible saying. And for it to fall off, it takes a piece out of your soul. It takes a piece out of your soul. Now, when you you you, you think you've got men. That we understand that it, it's us against the world. That we, we're going through this together. We've been locked up together for just teaching the Bible. Not for fighting, not for, for, for cussing anybody out. For teaching the word of God, we've been arrested, been harassed. Um, going through this similar circumstances with, with families rejecting us, families cutting us off, families calling us absolutely crazy, loony, um, in a cult, brainwashed, uh, you name it. And, you know, as Christ said, if they call me Beelzebub, means the Lord of Flies or a piece of shit, excuse my language, but that's what it, it translates to in layman terms, um, that I'm, what are they going to call my disciples, what are they going to call my students, to be called everything under the sun, um, and have people literally come and want to fight you because you're teaching the word of God. Physically, actually fight to where the elders Masha Arya Yaikwa Lahavi Shai they actually trained in martial arts. They literally trained in martial arts because of the physical abuse that was taking place for teaching the word of God. Not 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 just working out just, just to stay fit and stay sexy. Um, no training in martial arts to protect themselves because they're teaching the Bible, not on some um, uh, Black Panther militant um, uh, fashion or of, 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 of what have you, but just to protect themselves. Just to protect themselves. For as much as people teach today, as much as Israel Israelites are teach today, Many Hebrew Israelites have not had to face the physical assaults. Some brothers have been spit on. That that does happen. But you've not been, had a whole mob of people running at you. Turn against you. And literally, be putting hands on you. Not for some dumb things that you might be doing but because you're teaching the word of God. Because you said, read. And when the brother you was with read that scripture, it cutting the crowd so much that they literally got violent and tried to put hands on you. They did put hands on you. For as many great orators that we have in Israel today, that's some experiences you, you you don't have to go through because they went through it. They went through it for you. And I'm saying that that I'm not trying to belittle or, or say that there's not challenges and adversities that that we had to go through through today, but we have not had to go through the adversities that the elders went through without having the example of somebody else going through it first. Their faith was 100% based on this is what the Bible says, this is what the scripture says, and we believe this is the word of God. And we want to teach the word of God. We want to believe in the word of God. And if it means we lose our own lives, not say our own lives, our own, our, our own fun, our own hobbies, our own whatever, so be it. If it means uh, uh, family members, cut us off, Wives and children leaving, so be it. It hurts. But this is the word of God. Not the word of Elijah Muhammad. Not the the word of of, of some, some men that we admire, but this is what the Bible says. This is what the scripture says. What that, um sisters, it's going on eleven o'clock here in, in 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 San Antonio. I got a little bit of time, about two minutes. What I'm gonna do is, brothers and sisters, I'm gonna take a little musical in, uh, intermission. I, I need to get my my head together. I'm not gonna lie. I need to get some my thoughts together. I wanted to really talk about the, and, and the, the celebration of the Passover and, and how great it was and, and the joyful but uh, we, we came down this rabbit hole.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, we hit this rabbit hole. Um, I'm going to take a, a, a quick music, uh, not even quick. I'm going to take a musical uh, uh, intermission right now, and when we're going to come back, we're going to go into uh, what today's class is actually going to be about, um, which is Christ, uh, the Christ, the Passover. All right, and we'll go over some scriptures about uh, we're gonna go a little bit under, under the covers, we're going to go a little bit undercover, we're a little bit deep uh, than just the, the surface of what the Passover is about, but a little, a little bit more into it, and and also kind of combined with what we were just bring, what I was just bringing out about what I consider to be the real elders, what true elders are, that and what true faithful is about, of men who had to stand on what the Bible says. Not in their own abilities, not in their own, their own wisdom, their own understanding, their own uh, uh, wit, their own uh, uh, power that I'm going to get myself out of this, that it's, it's my plan, it's, it's me working on me, it's me, I'll put this together. But no, really, literally having to stand on what the scripture says. Um, without having seen somebody else do it first. We're going to get to Christ the Passover, that even for the apostles to see what Christ went through, and that's what we're going to cover, to see what Christ, or as we say in the Paleo hebrew Shai, to actually understand what he went through. And I'm not going to be able to actually bring it being a, in its fullness, but to actually go and really consider what he went through, and that this is what the apostles actually saw. They lived this with him. They saw him go through this. That three years, it was a short three. Three years, it seems like that's not a long time. Christ's ministry was only three years. But how much they lived, how much they experienced, how much they got to see what Christ went through in those three years. Being with him and literally experiencing the things he experienced and seeing things that they've never seen before ever. Not just, I ain't talking about just the miracles. I'm talking about just the daily living. Just the daily living, how Christ lived every single day once he started his ministry. To see the exhaustion to see the exhortation to see how he might have been challenged to see how 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 uh, the, the love that he gave that he exhibited again to see the sacrifices not eating because the teaching was that important come on he said they say he taught people for 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 3 days straight What was this, I mean, just to live that and being there with him, to be, to be in the ship when, when, when that, that storm came. And that apostles that were fishermen, you made your living on the water, and you're scared that y'all about to drown? And Christ is asleep at the bottom of the ship. And let that, us you know, it wasn't, obviously, it wasn't a little rowboat or something. It was a, whatever shit. They was on a vessel, a ship, not the USS Minnow or some, some shit like that. They was on a ship. And Christ, at the bottom of the ship, sleep. What's going on that you're in a, a storm with what must have looked like tidal wave-type winds or waves, and this man was so exhausted that he sleep? And they felt that they had to wake him because they was about to drown? And for him to be annoyed? To to, to live those experiences with him. And then for Christ to to do it, then for the apostles to do it, and for true Christianity at the time to spread the way it spread. I mean, I'm talking first century AD. So that their lives can now be documented and written in, in this book that we call the Bible. So that things written the fourth time, written for our learning, that we can have men actually come back and from their studies, see how the apostles lived, to see how the prophets lived, to see what, what, what was really going on, to experience, and then come back and out and be those lights, those deacons. Those those um, examples in this lifetime. When I say this lifetime, I'm I'm, I'm talking about the age that we're talking that we're li- that we're living in. And I'll go from the 1970s from 1970s forward until now. I'm gonna take this in intermission, brothers and sisters. Uh, I need to get get, get my, my head back together again. But we're gonna come back and we're gonna jump into this, okay? So, and forgive this whole hour that I just took in this, in this talking. That's that I I really do want to try to refrain from that. But we get we're gonna get into these scriptures, all right? So let me take this intermission, and we're gonna be playing. Oh, I I forgot about that. I might announce it at the end of class, also. Uh, at the end of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. If we started uh, Passover. Uh, Wednesday night, April 5th, uh, with the Masrah Yashaallah and uh, the brothers and sisters uh, and, and the families in, in the Mona Israel uh, uh, with, again, Wednesday, April 5th, at sundown was the beginning of Passover. Right, that was the beginning of Passover. Um, the day after uh, will actually start the Feast of Eleven Bread, but that's for seven days. Um, that would mean that not tonight, But tomorrow night is actually the end of the Feast of First Fruit, the uh, Feast of uh, Unleavened Bread, all right? Um, So tonight is not a Sabbath. Tonight is not a Sabbath, but tomorrow night at sundown begins the, the Sabbath of the end of Unleavened Bread, all right? So Thursday sundown is actually the beginning of the, the last night of unleavened bread. So Thursday, sundown is actually a Sabbath. If it's a high holy day. Then that would lead us into Friday being the regular weekly Sabbath. All right. so we have a double Sabbath uh, uh, approaching Thursday, sundown being the Sabbath, the, the end of, of unleavened bread, and then Friday being the regular Sabbath. Okay? So with that, brothers and sisters, I did want to get that announcement. I'll probably announce that again at the end of class, uh, yeah, I will. I will. I will announce it at the end of class. <sighs> but let's get this music intermission. And we're going to go with uh, the brother uh, Jeremiah and correct us I yeah, um, a, a song that's a couple years old now, uh, as a matter of fact. Uh, the Hebrews are coming. The Hebrews are coming, yeah. The Hebrews are coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. 100,000, 44,000. 100,000, 44, 100, 44,000. 100,000, 44,000. So, yeah. Um, this will be the music intermission. Uh, Hebrews are coming. I'm going to uh, play this. And when we get back, we're going to jump into, it, to jump all in it. Splash, splash. We're going to be all up in it uh, with the scriptures, uh, the class, um, and things I just want to kind of reveal and bring out about the Christ, the Passover. All right. So, here we go. Hebrews are coming. Take uh, this intermission. is actually about eight minutes long, and then we're going to jump all into this class. All right. So please stand by, uh, and here we go. Yeah
1: house of the redeemed son. Y'all about Shemi Yahweh Shabaraka Tha. Hey, so I'm on lock. Y'all Baraka Ka Yahweh uh. by Yo, Jeremiah. Uh, yeah. It's cracked, huh? Y'all about Shemi
0: Shabaraka
1: I'm give it to now Hold up. Please are you? Are you ready for the race, fool? Let's get it! Hebrews he are, yeah. yeah. he are coming, coming, coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. Hebrews are coming, coming, coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. 100,000, 44,000. 100,000, 44,000. 44,000. 44,000. Hebrews are, coming. Coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. yeah. Hebrews, are coming. 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 Hebrews are coming, yeah. Hebrews are coming, yeah. 100,000, 44, 100, 44,000. 100,000, 44, 100, 44,000. Yeah. 100,000, 44,000. We ain't playing, yeah. Standing on these coolers, yeah. What? We taking games, yeah. Put them in the Bible, yeah. Ezekiel 37, greatest seed and army, yeah. On. Come see what we about. We'll change around. we moving out battle and hey, what is was the war, what you waiting here for? Come see what the hell you're facing, with D, he break the nation, sounds like a little revelation, heard players coming one hour, utterly burnt, we will devour, y'all shot, who's the power? As you said, see, you ain't dealing with no monkeys, we want our money, you go pay us for slavery, Boy, we want our separation We want our own back, we gonna get our own back But keep your damn shit, just keep all of your damn shit Hebrews are coming, coming, coming coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah Yeah. Hebrews are coming, coming, coming coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah 100,000, 44,000 100,000, 44,000 100,000, 44,000 Hebrews are coming, Hebrews are coming, yeah Hebrews are coming. coming, coming, coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. 100,000, 44,000. 100,000, 44,000. 100,000, 44,000. 100,000, 44,000. Get down or lay down. Be about it or be without it. Cut us in or cut it out. Y'all sure all on the come now. We woke up. Y'all so stuck today. We got next on this exodus and it's a good feeling. I'm with the killing. Give me the eat them I'm a whip and feeling. What you talking about? I was like, what's up for some? But he's a lot for some. You got a beat coming. It's a sweet love. Facts run tell that. 145,000 whips on your back. Thank you and the plain of the so Lord, mine enemies, they shall which be would me. not that I should reign over them, bring him hither, and slay them before me? Their lives are worth less than a penny, and though me, we saw all it, uh,
0: there was no hey,
1: reason to in the vessel. Nobody's gonna miss you. The earth is in mourning. Your life is the issue. with Rapists and murderers, Stealer of lands, and all of these sins by the white right man's hey, And hey. man, I'm
2: smiling now while I'm reading about
1: us stomping out your infants, the Africans and the Arabs in it. This is what is called recompense. We sentiments while we'll we tucking in our children for their I'm sorry, got a problem we going to talk to the people's We want our own flag. We're going to get our own flag. We want our own land. We're going to get our own land. But we got not
2: have Now, I don't care whether you
1: clap or not, but I'm
3: saying to you. We got
0: next.
1: Uh, are coming. 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 Hebrews are coming. Yeah. Yeah. Hebrews are coming, 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 coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. yeah. Hundred thousand, forty-four thousand. Hundred thousand, forty-four thousand. Hundred thousand, forty-four thousand. Hundred thousand, forty-four thousand. Hebrews are coming, coming, coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. yeah. Hebrews are coming. coming, 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 Hebrews are coming, yeah, 100,44,000, 100,44,000, 44,000. 100,000 44,000. the Hebrews are coming, we take this thing too serious we and you Gentiles better start running, Run that 144 now not bluffing. you claim you wasn't, responsible for those dozens of millions, but that's not optional, you stole our land and took us by billions and put us on the boat to the ceiling, so I'm about to pop my top cause I'm feeling, hope that I'm worthy enough and I'm willing, what? he can put the sword on my hand and I'm killing, Kill blackjack dealer, I'm Dylan? Dylan. I ain't no member yet and I hope you remember that But I got a vest Untouchable like Elliot N's We got a garment down through the foot Burst plate on the chest What a girdle on to help say the people that the Gentiles running on As a matter of fact they got a trap in the shop in the house like home alone
0: That's right.
1: Nowadays everybody wanna talk like they got something to say but never comes out when I shout shout, shout with the Hebrews Just hold on we going home Ashaya Shine Who is our redeemer Who is our deliverer Who is our savior Who is our commander our general of the nation of are coming, Hebrews are coming. Come on. Come on. Hebrews are coming, yeah. yeah. Hebrews are coming. Coming, coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. 100,000, yeah. 44,000. 100,000, 44,000. 100,000, 44,000. 100,000, 44,000. 100, 44, Their homes should be overthrown. Their women virus, they killed them down. alone against the stones. By Shemya, his father's throne. So let your weak say, I am strong. Flexed, but instead, he'll place their heads around the trophy With the name written in they foreheads, a hundred and forty-four thousand men a war wanna court, been involved in drawn swords. Watch out, here they come! Watch out, here they come! Like a spark, they shall run over walls, they shall jump on. Watch out, here they come! Watch out, here they come! Like a spark, they shall run over walls, they shall jump on. Watch out, here they come! Watch out, here they come! Watch out, here they come, watch out, here they come. They coming, they coming. coming. Hebrews are coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. Hebrews are coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. Hundred thousand, forty-four thousand, hundred thousand, forty-four thousand, hundred thousand, forty-four thousand, hundred thousand, forty-four thousand! 44,000. 100,000, 44,000. Hebrews are coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. Hebrews are coming. coming, coming, coming. Hebrews are coming, yeah. yeah. 100,000, 44,000. 100,000, 44, 100, 44,000. 100,000, 44,000. Yeah. 100,000, 44,000.
2: Alright, alright, alright. You're gonna learn today. All right, alright, alright. alright you gonna learn today.
3: All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Alright, cool, cool, brother So the Christ the Passover. All right, um and and, and getting into this. And, and getting into this, um, let's go to Matthew chapter 26 and verse 2. All right. Let's go to uh, Matthew chapter 26 and verse 2. Matthew chapter 26 and verse 2. All right. Matter of fact, uh, let, me, let, me, let me catch up with this. Let me catch up with this. Yeah. All right. And dealing with Matthew, the, the 26th chapter. Um, is dealing with the plot to kill Christ, right? The plot to kill Jesus. That, that's what, that, that's what the, this, this chapter is dealing with, right? So when we read Matthew chapter 26, at verse 1, it says, And it came to pass when Jesus, or Shai had finished all these things, he said unto his disciples, verse 2. Ye you know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. So, this one of the last times that Christ taught uh, from Matthew the twenty-fifth chapter. Um, Matthew the twenty-fourth and twenty-fifth chapter is referring to the last days and the signs that, that that we should look for so that Christ is actually about to return and. Uh, gonna be the end of this world and the beginning of, of the kingdom of, of God and, and how we going to know that it's, it's actually Christ. So we get Matthew chapter twenty four, Matthew twenty five, that Christ has done all this teaching. It's, um coming off the the, the 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 mount uh and seeing the, the temple and Christ is trying to all this is gonna be destroyed, all this gonna be wiped out. You're gonna be led away captive in all nations are going to be persecuted. There's gonna be wars, rumors of wars, the love of many is going to last cold, uh there's gonna be many false prophets. Um that if it was possible, they were going deceive the very elect, and that it, it, um, unless these days be shortened, that there's not going to be any flesh to be saved, and that we will be led, be led captive into all nations until the time, and the Gentiles are going to be in, in Jerusalem, going to be in the promised land until the time of the end, and then we're going to look up and we we're going to see Christ. So this this is, that was Matthew chapter 24, Matthew chapter 25, and Christ trying to exhort and leave the, 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 the warnings, that he gave the parable about the the ten virgins, the five that were wise, the five that were foolish, the ones who actually were prepared and ready for um, and took oil in their laps. So it was oil, the the work, their works were able to carry them through. Um, But the foolish really didn't have no works um, to really have to uh, prepare. um, Knowing that Christ was going to make his return, but they didn't have no work. They didn't put no works in, and the work represents the oil uh, to keep things coming. And then we go into the talents. Um, Christ goes into the prayer of the talents about how uh, it's all a metaphor. I'm talking about when Christ comes back, he's going to be looking for usury. He's going to be looking for interest. Okay, I gave you all this. I, I gave you all the Bible. I gave, gave you all the scriptures. You know you're the Israelites now. You know you're the chosen. Cool, but now what have you done with it? What have you done with it? Where, where have you done the works and the things that I'm looking for? Where where are you growing in this truth and works and labors and um uh for the truth. Not for yourself, not in building up yourself, not in building up your 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 four K, not in building up your um uh it's the time for you doing your sealed house and this house like ways, knowing that we have Israelites scattered to the four corners of the earth, knowing that, that it's not about you just making a comfortable place for yourself, you know you're an Israelite. You might have started at the bottom, but you know you're Israelite. Now you've built yourself up and got got housing and got uh, got children, wives, uh, land, got a little bit of money put away, and you're secure. But now how many other Israelites throughout the world, not just in your city or in in your immediate vicinity, but around the world are still suffering while you're sitting here living comfortable? And all your work has been striving for you to be comfortable, but we have Israelites that are around the world, that are not eating, literally not eating. We have Israelites that are, how many are being put to death, just trying to get from South America, Central America, from the Caribbean um, uh, to America, literally putting, uh, hazarding their lives, trying to get to what they think is a land of opportunity. Because the conditions that they're living in, at, in in their homelands are horrible. Are horrible. Um... How many Israelites around the world are taking fentanyl because their life is so messed up right now that the only escape they can see right now, they're taking that that fentanyl pill for the first time right now, or they're taking that hit of that marijuana for the first time right now, or they're they're doing that line of Coke for the first time right now, or they're shooting that heroin in their arm for the first time right now. So they're taking a hit of that crack pipe, or taking the the, the some some ecstasy, or or, or some uh, crystal for the first time, because their lives are so miserable they don't see another way out. Or taking that first drink right now. How many are getting raped for the first time right now? Being molested for the first time right now. Literally, I'm talking physically being molested, whether by be by a family member or or having to prostitute themselves. or or whatever might be going on right now, that, no, they're not in your community, they're not in your neighborhood where where things are kind of comfortable, where things are kind of, you know, you're trying to put things together. And, and, yeah, there's a struggle. You got to pay these damn taxes um, or what have you. But literally, uh, how many many child abuse cases are happening right now where there's a mother who's so stressed out, who don't know what the hell she's doing, who got pregnant at the age of, if it was like Aretha Franklin, age of 12, but he has no type of support whatsoever about anything and the baby's crying, you don't know what to do and there's babies being put to death right now, being beaten right now because the the mom doesn't know what the hell she's doing. Babies being, being burned with, with with irons, curling irons, with lighters, um, being tortured right now because the baby's parents do not know what the hell they're doing. They don't see an out. They don't see they don't see any at all. So there is no love. There is no 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 concern. There's no um, natural affection. Like when like we read about in uh, 2 second Timothy 3, the third chapter. That there's Israelites scattered throughout this whole world that are suffering. that are really going through it, waiting for the 144,000 to finally stand up, waiting for those 144,000 men that are going to finally stand up and truly be about Christ at, at all odds. So we have Matthew chapter 24, Matthew chapter 25, where Christ is coming back. He's looking for usury, um, and then he's coming back for the final judgment, um, where he's going to all nations and going to separate, and it's going to be said to uh, those on his right side, to the sheep on his right side, um, come ye, bless my father, enter into the kingdom of heaven. When I was hungry, when I was uh, naked, when I was in prison, when I was sick, you did these type of things. Christ, when we do that to you, as much you did to one of these little ones, you did it unto me. To the ones on the left hand side, depart from me, uh, you works of iniquity. Because when I was hungry, I was thirsty, um, I was I was naked, I was in prison, I was sick. You never visited me. Christ, when we never visited you, that we saw it was you. And we never visit you. For as much as you never helped out one of these little ones, you never did it to me also. Depart from me. You're going to be weeping and asking a tease. So he, he described what's going to be taking place when he comes, right? So he finishes that teaching, that exhortation. And then we get to, again, Matthew chapter 26, verse 1. And again, from the time, And Matthew chapter 26, verse 1. And it came to pass when, when Jesus, Yahweh, had finished all these things, he sent it to his disciples. And remember, the key word here is his disciples, students. To be a disciple means you're an actual student, all right? So he said this to his actual students. Verse 2, you know, ye know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. So he's letting them know, like, hey, y'all know that in, in, in two days it's going to be the Passover, And I'm going to be betrayed and crucified. I'm going to be put to death. Christ knows what's about to happen, was going down. He knows what, in sample, he's already left for the disciples, but now he's getting getting ready to have to come and face this this final one, the crucifixion, the passion of the Christ, that he's about to have to really go through it, that he already caught hell. He already, again, Birds, uh, Luke chapter nine and Luke chapter ten. Um, um, uh, foxes uh, have their holes, birds have their nest. The son of man got nowhere to lay his head. I, I'm, there is no comfort. There is no rest. There is no. There is nothing else. Um, and he he gave the disciples their duties. And he had to live it. So going through all that, he went through it with all that. um, He's now coming to the Passover. That's going to be now in two days. From what this tells us right here, that the Passover is going to be in two days. All right. Um, We're going to Mark now. Let me see here. Mark. Let's go to Mark chapter 14 now in verse 1 and 2. Mark chapter 14, verses 1 and 2. Again, we're dealing with the plot to kill Christ, the plot to kill Jesus. So now Mark chapter 14, verse 1, pretty much the same thing is going to be said, but we're going to read it anyway. Mark chapter 14, verse 1, says, after two days was the feast of the Passover and of unleavened bread. And the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might take him by craft and put him to death. So there is already a plot to put Christ to death by, again, our own people. By, the, is by Israelites That were sitting in positions of authority And sitting in positions of power and respect uh, verse, uh, verse 2 But they said not on the feast day lest there be an uproar of the people um, So again this plot It was two days before the Passover This plot by the chief five priests That Christ They're going to kill That Christ is going to be put to death All Right Again for trying to save your people, trying to just bring the the, the right way, the plot to kill you. And I guess I want to stress this enough that if we're disciples of Christ, we're we're actually the true Christians, and that we're actually following Christ, like the disciples actually follow Christ. I don't want to discourage anybody. I don't want to discourage anybody, but damn. Sometimes we gotta deal with reality. Where does the, the disciples get the, the the pleasures of life? When I'm talking about disciples, I'm talking about the actual um disciples from from uh let me let me get this, let me get this let's get luke twenty two fifteen i'm i'm trying to keep this concise y'all um, luke chapter twenty two verse fifteen i'm really'm I'm trying to keep this concise um, in luke chapter twenty two now we're we're dealing with the institution of the lord's supper all right um let me check something real quick uh i want to come back to bible Harmony. Um. many? Ah, brothers and sisters. All right, cool. We had an institution of the Passover. Luke chapter twenty-two, verse fourteen. And it says, and when the hour was come, he sat down. Now, now after, the two days were now passed, and they're now actually at the Passover, all right? They're actually at the Passover meal. And it says, Luke twenty two, thirteen, and when the hour was come, he sat down, and the 12 apostles with him, and he said unto them, verse 15, and he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I sent you, I will not anymore eat thereof uh, until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of the Most High, the kingdom of God. So I just want to kind of get this as, as, as a jump off as we're about to go ahead and get, uh, get into some of these scriptures. That one thing Christ kept, kept saying to the apostles, to the disciples, is that if it's two days until the Passover, and then I'm going to be crucified. Um, at that same time, he said that the chief priest and, uh, was plotting two days before the Passover how they gonna kill Christ. Now we're dealing with the with the it's the Passover and Christ he's like, it's here. I'm telling you that I'm about to suffer. I, I'm gonna be betrayed, and I've got to suffer. So with that, brothers and sisters, let's go to um, First Corinthians chapter eleven verse 23 through 31, all right, First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 through 31, all right, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 through 31, and it reads, for I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. Now, this is Paul now. This is Paul coming back and, and, and uh, telling the people of Corinth uh, uh, in this letter that he wrote to them, he's saying, I'm, I'm giving to y'all what was de- what was delivered to me. We know that, that Paul was not actually at the Passover, at the Last Supper, but he got this from those men that were there at the Last Supper, what happened and what took place, all right? So First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I received of the Lord, that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, uh, Yahweh Shai, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, all right? Now, one thing I want I, I, I want us to look at is the night he was betrayed. Right? The night that Christ was betrayed. When we go and look at it, let me let me pull this up in that Bible dictionary. Um, going to we're in 1 Corinthians chapter eleven and verse 23. When we look at the word betrayed, all right, we'll look up the word "betray." I'm going to the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. The word "betray" means delivered up in breach of trust, that, you're going, that someone's going to break your trust. Someone is going to, to, to sell you out after they've gained your trust, that you trusted them, you trust this person, and now they're delivering you up in, in, in breaking of your trust. And dealing with the word betrayed, we're dealing with also. It says violated by unfaithfulness. We all know what it means to feel violated—that somebody has just violated you. They take something from you. They—they've they've trespassed. They've done, done something that—that that is just um, uh, out of pocket. And it, 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 it's—they've it's, violated. You—you—you—you—you you, 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 you went somewhere you that you weren't supposed to go but it says violated by unfaithfulness that this person that you were depending on to be faithful, that you trusted, they gained your trust. But they violated it by unfaithfulness. They stopped being dependable. And being, then we'll betray it says, exposed by a breach of, of confidence, they broke your confidence that you had, a, that y'all been with me. We've gone through this. We, 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 we Matter of fact, before, I'm going to finish this. And it says disclosed. Contrary to expectation or intention, that you've gone contrary to what I expected. That you walked through me, with me through all this. You've been there, but now you've gone contrary to what I'm expecting. That you would understand, you would know what's really going on. That you're going contrary to expectation or intention. You betrayed. You broke. You broke the trust. He was unfaithful. You violated by being unfaithful, undependable. You broke my confidence. You are contrary to what I was expecting, that you, of all people, or y'all, would understand what's really going down, what's really happening. We'll go back to Luke. That's why I wanted Luke also. We'll go back to Luke, chapter 22. And I know I'm jumping. Forgive me. My passion is, is riled up. And I know i can going fast, and I'm trying to keep that under control. All right, and trying to and trying to bring this out. So now going real quick, keep a bookmark in First Corinthians. But when we come back to Luke chapter 22 and verse 14, I'm going to read down. And It says, "And when the hour was come, Luke 22:14. And when the hour was come, he sat down, and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof." until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of, my, of God, of the Most High. I'm not going to eat the Passover until I eat it with y'all again in the kingdom of the Most High. Brother it says that was over 2,000 years ago. Verse 17, and he took a cup and gave thanks and said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the, of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And we we could go into that, but there's a scripture that tells you that that wine, it makes God and man happy. Even God enjoys wine. Yeah, the Father, the Most High. Yes. The one that we were made in his image, yes. So here we have Christ saying, I'm not going to drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God, the uh, uh, Most High, shall come. Verse 19, and he took bread and gave thanks and break it and sent it to them. This is my body, which is given for you. Uh, do this in remembrance of me. Um, likewise also the cup, likewise also the cup after supper saying, this cup is the new testament of my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of him that betrayed me is with me on the table. And truly, so the son of man goeth as it is determined, but want to that man by whom he is betrayed. Um, and they began to inquire among themselves which of them it was that should do this thing? We're going to come back to that. But I want to keep reading. There's a point I want to get with this. Uh, verse 24. And there was also a strife among them. Which of them should be accounted the greatest? If we need the Israelites, I don't know who, 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 who are. Christ has been announcing uh, two days before the Passover. Now, if you at the Passover, he's going to suffer. He's going to be crucified. He's going to be killed. He's going to be put to death. He's going to be betrayed. And... All that all that's being said and the disciples get into an argument about who is gonna be the greatest. Huh? How does Christ drop a bomb like this? That he's gonna be betrayed, that that one that he's eating with is gonna betray him, that that uh he's gonna to have to suffer, he's gonna be killed and crucified. Um to where he's even telling them, look, get 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 two swords, y'all get ready. This this is, go, this is going down, and the apostles get into an argument about which one is the greatest. That must have been some good wine. I I I I I'm gonna chalk it up to that. That must have been some great wine. That must have been on a higher quality than than, than uh, what, what is that? Cavassier XO. That must have been, some, uh, that, that wine, that must have been better than the wine that he, that he first did in his first miracle uh, at the wedding and turning water into wine. The wine that they was drinking, that must have been some top shelf. They had them now, they, they arguing about who's going to be the greatest? Luke chapter 22, verse 25. And it said unto them, the kings of the Gentiles exercised lordship over them. And they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. But ye shall not be so. But he that is greatest among you, let him, be the, let him be as the youngest. And he that is chief, as he that shall serve, that does serve. For whether is greater, he that sitteth at meat or he that serveth. It's not he that sitteth at meat, but I'm among you as that sp- Servants, ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations. That's the scripture I want to get you, brothers and sisters. Luke chapter 22, verse 28. Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations. For this three years since Christ started his ministry, these men have continued with Christ for all that came and gone. For all that started, yeah, Christ, I'm with you. Yeah, we're going to follow you. Yeah. You You are the Messiah, you are the Christ, you're the one, but all of them did, and it was down to the twelve. ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations um. Let's go to St. John chapter 6. I'm going to start 60. Let's go to St. John chapter 6, verse 60. Um, In St. John chapter 6, verse 60, it says, Many, therefore, of his disciples, when they had heard this said, this is a hard saying, who can hear it? And the thing that was hard to understand or for them to get was, Christ saying that I'm the bread of life. Um, uh, and that, uh, in verse 48, he says, I am very, verse 47, very very, I say unto you, he that believeth on me uh, has everlasting life. I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that if a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread, which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give, that I will give, is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. Who? So when they first heard this, because remember he had many disciples, he had many people that was following him. He came back and said this right here: that I am the living bread. Um, if you if you eat this bread, you gonna live forever. Uh, And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. Then now, if you really don't understand what's going down and you take this very literally, you would be Christ talking about some like some cannibalism type 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 of, of 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 explanation. Bob says that's not what he was talking about, but that's how many people took it. That he's talking about you got to eat my flesh. You're actually going to eat my flesh, and for the unlearned, and and and. For those who, who it was not meant to get, this was meant to be that stumbling block. This was meant to get people offended and dip and leave for Christ saying it this way. What we're going to find out is, if we, as we go through this class, I'm going, to, I'm going to be part two to this class, that what he's talking about is the example in his flesh, that we got to live the example and, and walk things the same way that he walked, do things the same way he did things. We're going to have to live his life, that he has got to become in us, and we've got to become in him, that his words, his example, we've got to become the same example for others, his true disciples, the ones that truly believe in him, that, that the disciples, the students, are going to follow Christ to the end. We're actually going to follow his example and become and be that example. If it means suffering, if it means um, long-suffering, enduring, um, giving your life to teach, heal others who give no thanks, who give no appreciation. How many times we read about Christ healing people? How many of them actually came back we read about and actually said, thank you? Very few. Of the thousands of possibly millions that he healed, we only read about a very few that actually came back and said, thanks. Thank you. I've had this lifelong affliction, and you literally healed me. Many got healed, went to the church, and just went about their lives. None of them came back and gave any appreciation. But Christ was in it for the appreciation. He taught the apostles, freely I received, freely give. That they're going to use you. You're going to be played. But just follow my example. You're not doing this just for men. You're doing it for the Most High. That this is pleasing to the Most High. That somebody is not in it for greed. That, some, that somebody's in this not just for their own personal come up, but are actually going to follow Christ and his example. So I'm going to eat Christ, Christ being that word, the living word, from St. John chapter 1. So we're going to eat this. We're going to study this. We're going to consume this. We're going to get this inside of us that this becomes our life also. This is what the meaning of St. John chapter 6.51 was really about. But for many people, it, they weren't supposed to receive it. They weren't going to receive it. Let's keep reading. Let's St. John 6.52. The Jews, therefore, strove among themselves, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Literally taking, this, I mean, taking it literal. This is why you can't be such a technical thinker, a literal thinker, you're gonna miss out on the spirit. You're gonna miss out on the spirit of what he was really talking about, you know. in dealing with hip hop, dealing with um, um, with, with rapping—not not just hip hop, but since hip hop is like more of the modern day language—you deal with a lot of metaphors. You deal with a lot of metaphors and, and a lot of allegories in in music today. It's not literal. I'm uh, I'm not even gonna go there. If we go back and look at the list of blues music. Go back and listen to uh, whatever it was, was black music for the era or or time that it was black music. If it was R&B, if it was um, uh, rhythm and blues, if it was the blues, if it was jazz, that there'd be a lot of things, even old Negro spirituals, there'd be a lot of things that we would say that was actually metaphors. That it wasn't to be taken literal, it was a metaphor. It was an allegory. No, we're not actually saying this, but in saying this, you understand you had to be you had to be understanding the struggle and understanding things that we were going through to catch the spirit of what was what what the actual words was talking about that's why they call it you know in hip-hop they call it the underground the underground movement that reason it was underground because it would be a communication in the music a communication in what was going on that you had to be struggling and be going through what we what what others are going through, to understand what was really being said. But it would all be in metaphors. It would all be in allegories. So you had to catch the spirit. Um, like, like you know, uh, Parliament said, can't catch the rhythm of the stroke, that you're not catching the spirit of what's going on. You're, you're being too literal. you have too much of the white man's thought process and being too literal. You're not catching the spirit of what's going on. That when this is said, it don't actually mean this. It don't actually mean it's not being taken literal. But you understand the spirit of the person, like like spoken word. Um, that that when we speak, and and important that there's a way that uh, words are being said and things are being put together and, and, and metaphors being put together that it don't actually mean this. This was it's, it's talking about. This was referring to. So, here we have the Jews. That, that, that were disciples, not the 12, but they were disciples in, in St. John chapter 6 verse 52, but they weren't catching the spirit of what Christ was talking about. They are taking it literal. St. John chapter 6 verse 52. The Jews, therefore, strove among themselves, saying, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Verse 53. Then Yehoshaphat said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man. And drink his blood, you have no life in you. Now, this one talking about actually eating his body and actually drinking his blood. It was not li- that you that in studying Christ and 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 following Christ that you have his life in you, and now you're living his life. The sacrifices, the struggles, the enduring of temptations, the enduring of, of wanting to give up, but you keep pushing, you keep striving, you keep going anyway. How did Christ get through the struggles and temptation that he was going through? He kept studying. He kept the scriptures going. He understood that it wasn't about what he was feeling. It wasn't about his will. It wasn't about what he was going through, but what was going to please the most high. Regardless of what it was going to cost him physically, regardless of what, what, what sacrifices that he was going to, have to endure, that he was going to endure that to do the will of the Father and not follow his own will, not follow his own mind, not follow his own thoughts, emotions, or what have you. That he left us that example that we need to consume, that we need to consume. That he, he broke it down in St. John chapter 15 excellently, excellently, that unless his words dwell in you, you can do nothing. And we're talking about his words and his example. If that's not in us and that's not becoming our life, we'll get to the point where we can't do nothing. It's going to seem impossible. How can I sacrifice this? How can I endure this? How are we gonna survive this? If we, but if we don't have, if we don't have Christ's example and are living His example, then things are gonna be impossible. That's why, again, when we get to where, where Paul was saying, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me," am I following His example? Not waiting for some magic genie potion. Not waiting for some magic. Uh, I'm rubbing the Bible and now this is gonna give me um, uh, uh, going old old school. wonders when powers activate. You know, gonna give me some um, uh, Thor slamming his hammer on, uh, his, his cane on the ground, and and transforming into this superhero. Ain't gonna be Superman uh, going into the, the the phone booth and change from Clark Kent to Superman, and now he's got all this power. Ain't gonna be Shazam, this kid screaming the name Shazam. I'm sorry, I'm just magically imbued with this power. I can get through this. No, that's mythology. That's lies. that's not what it's talking about. It's I'm living and I'm following Christ, the example of his life that he left with the scriptures of how he got through it, how he endured. Verse 54, St. John chapter 6 verse 54. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Those that are following my example, no man can get to the Father but by me. As we just read, this still remembers of me. Remember how I broke myself for you, for others. Remember how I told you drink that I'm, this blood, this wine, is representative of me shedding my blood. I'm volunteering. I'm going through this for others, not for my own personal benefit, come up or what have you. But so I can get leave this example that I'm doing the will of the Father. It's all about that. So Saint John chapter six verse fifty four. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. Again, he's talking about his example that he left. The blood is the life. We know from the scriptures, blood is the life of a person, right? The life of an animal. That was explained to Noah. I'm not going to go there because it's going to take us down another rabbit hole. So the blood represents life. The flesh is his actual physical example. So for my flesh is meat, indeed. If you follow my example, follow how I did things, that's going to be your meat. That's going to give you what you need to keep going. He says, and my blood is drink, indeed. What kind of life did I live? The blood is the life. How did I live my life? How did I do things? That's going to be your drink. That's what's going to help keep you pushing, keep you going. Remember the example that I gave and the, a, the life that I lived. That's going to help keep you going. Verse 56, St. John chapter six, verse 56. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. If you follow my example and you drink my blood and, and, and you're living my life, You're following my life. You're dwelling in me and I in you. Verse 57. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. Christ was following the most wise example of suffering, of sacrifice, of humility, of of forgiveness, of mercy, of long-suffering. So that's how Christ was able to keep going and doing the will of the Father. But how many times the Most High has has been merciful, forgiving, patient, long-suffering, giving grace to the nation of Israel for all that we've done? Christ has followed the same example. I can can go through it also. And now, if if you're following me and I'm following the Most High, you'll be able to do the same thing. In the midst of being betrayed, being violated, being, um, um, having your expectations crushed, having your, 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 um, what you put your faith in, a person you put your faith in, just, just, just smashed, but you're still able to keep going. Verse 58. This is that bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. If you follow my example. Follow my life. Follow how I actually lived. And do. Make your life my life. Make my life your life. I dwell in you. My example dwells in you. You become that same example. You'll live forever. Verse 59. These things said he in the synagogue as he taught. In Capernaum you think this was a heavy class That he just dropped Which it was In the synagogue This wasn't no milk that he just dropped Again Full of metaphors Full of allegories Reading on the words of eternal life Verse 60 Many therefore of his disciples When they had heard this Said this is a hard saying. Who can bear it, man? I gotta eat your flesh. I gotta drink your blood. Like some type of vampire. Like some type of Dracula, man. Uh, nah, uh no, no. Uh, hold up. I, your flesh gotta be in me. I gotta drink your blood. Verse sixty-one. Oh my God! Let me check some y'all. That's cool. That's cool, cool, cool. Uh, St. John, chapter six and verse sixty-one. Uh, when when Yahusha knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, "Does this offend you? Are y'all offended at this? Y'all are y'all tripping?" Verse sixty-two. What if you see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? I'm telling y'all to eat my flesh and drink my blood, which is really I'm meaning follow my example of sacrifice, of how to endure temptation, how to endure um, uh, and keep pushing through and for it not to be about your will, but the will of the Father. Now, what if, if, if me telling y'all all this, eat my flesh, drink my blood, do it this way? You see me going back up to the most high. What you going to do then? Verse 63. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Then might let these words dwell in you so that you can follow my same example. Maybe the comfort is the going to come. It's going to bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you as you're facing some of the same things that you saw me go through. You're going to remember this is how Christ handled it. This is how Christ did. And these are the words he used. This was what he taught us. Verse 54. St. John chapter 6, verse 64. But there are some of you that believe not. I know a lot of y'all don't believe who I am. Y'all can come around because right now this is a fad. It's kind of cool. Walking around with Jesus, literally walking around with Jesus, kind of cool, it's fab. But y'all really don't believe. Y'all see me do these miracles. Y'all see me doing this, and y'all sit around um, like like you're really my students, like you're really involved with it, like you really understand what's going down, you really getting it. But I know the truth. Many of y'all y'all don't believe. There be some of you, Saint John chapter six verse sixty four, but there are some of you that believe not. For Yahweh Shai knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and that should betray him. Verse 65. And he said, therefore said I unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. This, this, this is choice selection. Now I'm speaking these metaphors, speaking these things. Amen for everybody to get. That there's going to be some things that are going to make people offended. When we look at the word betray, not betrayed, but betray, it says to deliver into the hands of an enemy by treachery or fraud in violation of trust. The Webster's 1820 Dictionary definition of betray. Number one, to deliver into the hands of an enemy by treachery or fraud and violation of trust. And the scripture that Webster uses, the example he uses in a sentence, the son of man shall be betrayed into the hands of men from Matthew chapter 17. Definition number two, to violate by fraud or unfaithfulness as to betray a trust. Number three, to violate confidence by disclosing a secret or that which was entrusted to expose, followed by followed by the person or the thing as my friend betrayed me, or betrayed the secret. Number four, to disclose or permit to appear what is intended to be kept a secret or uh, what prudence should conceal. To mislead or expose. To inconvenience, not foreseen, as great confidence betrays a man into errors. To mislead or expose to inconvenience, not foreseen. Christ knew who was going to betray him, who was going to make things inconvenient for him. To show, to discover, to uh, indicate what is not obvious at first, first view, or would otherwise be concealed. That you didn't show, a person didn't show that they were really unfaithful in the beginning. A person didn't show that they were going to violate trust, that they, that they were going to uh, make things inconvenient. Not at first, but time will tell, right? To fail, the division number seven, to fail or to deceive. So Christ knew, Christ knew he didn't go into this dumb, he didn't go into this naive. But he knew he still had to give his full effort. He knew he still had to give his full effort and the example that he had to set, because the disciples, the true disciples, were going to follow him and go through the same thing. Check this out, y'all. Saint John chapter six verse sixty-five. Again, Saint John chapter six verse sixty-five. And he said, "Therefore, therefore said I unto you, that no man can come unto me except he were given him." A- Unto him of my father, verse 66. It's kind of it, right? St. John chapter 6, verse 66. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. I'm out. I'm not with this no more. It's, I'm, I'm not going through this. I'm not subject to it. I'm no. And you talking about eating your flesh or drinking your blood? I'm out. I'm not doing that. Whatever they had going on, the most I used that to sift them out. Whatever they had going on, the most I used that to sift them. many that were following him to kick rocks. Scat. Oops, be gone. Verse 67. St. John chapter 6, verse 67. St. Like John chapter 6 and verse 67. Then said Yahushua unto the 12, to go from the many that would follow him. Now it's down to 12. Then he said unto the 12, will ye also go away? Verse 68. Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? And thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe. And are sure that thou art that Christ, the son of the living God. Verse 70. Yahweh shall answer them, have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. He spake of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. For, for he it was that should betray him, being one of the twelve. So, what we're reading in here in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. We're going to read through this. And I'm going to let it go. Right, we're going to read through this. And I'm going to let it go. So, going back now to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. He says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Yahweh the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. So obviously, he wasn't talking about his own actual flesh. He's talking about, again, the bread. Look at how I'm breaking myself. Look at what I'm going through. Think about the life and the temptation. Look at, think about what you, what, what you see me go through. Take my example of my body, of what I went through. Eat it, and you become the same thing. Do this in remembrance of me. Remember me. Remember how I broke myself. Remember the sacrifice you see me go through. We don't know what ailments Christ might have been suffering. We don't know what kind of exhaustion he might have to be facing. That when you give yourself to somebody to heal them, remember, he said, remember when Christ, when he healed the, the, the woman who just touched the hem of his garment, and he said he felt virtue leave him? Yeah, when, when you're healing and giving to people, you, you walk away exhausted. You don't walk away feeling exhilarated. When you're really trying to, to help people, heal people, give people, You walk away exhausted. It's, it's, it's almost like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to go there. When you're really, truly giving to people, you don't feel, afterwards, you feel drained. Like they literally are taking a piece of you. The disciples saw this. On the mass amount of numbers of people that Christ did actually physically heal, actually actually did those miracles for, they saw Christ in the temples, in the synagogues, the way He was teaching, giving understanding, for the hours and hours and hours of the time that He was doing it. This is my body. Think about my example, which is which is broken for you. This didn't remember remembers me. I know that many of us are uh, thinking about the communion, where we're thinking about it's just because I ate, I, I broke some matzo bread, matzo cracker, and because I ate it, that I'm doing a remorse of Christ. Or, again, growing up in a Catholic church or a Baptist church, and it, it, it was about the, the, the little wafer. No, that all this was a metaphor. All that was an allegory. It wasn't to be taken literal, even though we actually do literally the Passover. And this was the supper that they was eating, the actual Passover meal. But it it was all symbolic. They're taking the bread and breaking it. It was symbolic of how Christ broke himself. And he's telling his disciples, His students, do this in remembrance of me. Break yourself. Break your body like I broke my body. This in remembrance of me. Not just the taking of the bread, a snap of of the monster cracker, but actually Walking the same example, the same life that Christ walked in His body, following His example. Verse 25. As in the same manner also He took the cup, which He had supped, which He had supped, saying, "This cup is the new testament uh, in my in my blood. This do, this do ye, as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me." Think about my life. The blood is the life of a person, right? Like right? I find that. I guess maybe I do. I'm gonna I'm stop feeling I'm, I'm being rushed right now. I um, uh, don't want the exact. Um, um, search for all the words. Yes. Life, L-I-F-E. Blood, B-L-O-D. Right. Um, When we read St. John, I was like, Genesis, forgive me. Let's, let's, let me fill that up. Let me fill that up. Genesis chapter 9 and verse 4. I'm just going to read verse 4, just to get the, uh, straight to the point. In Genesis chapter 9, and verse 4, it says, But flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, you shall not eat. So it's telling us about the blood, that the blood is the life. Let me see. Give me one second, y'all. One second, y'all right here here we go so just like now Genesis chapter 9 verse 4 says uh, but the flesh with the life thereof which is the blood thereof shall you not eat when we go to Leviticus chapter 17 and we're reading verses uh, let me grab that again Leviticus chapter 17 verses 10 through 14 let me pull that up Leviticus chapter 10 why did you not go there um got it now. When we go to Leviticus chapter 17, starting verse 10, it says, And whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or the stranger that's adjourned among you, that eat any manner of blood, I will even set my face against uh, that soul that eateth blood, and I will cut him off from among his people. So, knowing that Christ knew the law, obviously he ain't talking about um, from St. John chapter 6, of actually eating his blood, drinking his uh, eating his flesh and drinking his blood. Obviously only looking back retrospective now, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? He was he wasn't being literal because if you drink blood or eat blood, you can be cut off from among your people. That's and, and this includes today even how our lot people eat blood sausage. Our people like to eat the uh um uh um Blood sausage, or we like to eat uh, our food medium rare or rare with the blood still in it? No. We're not supposed to do that, right? We're not supposed to do that. But reading on and dealing with this metaphor about the eating of my, of my body and drinking of my blood, uh, which became the Passover. Leviticus uh, chapter 17, verse 11. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes an atonement for the soul. So what we want to get out of this here is in Leviticus chapter 17, verse 11, is this very first part. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. So if the life of the flesh is in the blood, and we put this together with First Corinthians chapter 11, where we were reading from, um, and verse 24. And when he had given thanks, um, I'm sorry, um, verse 25. And after the same manner, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. Using the metaphor of the wine being like blood, the blood being the life of Christ. And when you drink this cup, it represents my blood. When you're drinking and you're following my life, you're doing things, you, 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 you're thinking about my life, how I lived. You're drinking it. And you are living your life the same way I live my life. You're, we're following Christ's example and doing it in remembrance of him. It was never about, again, the ash was just blood. But more so, and again, it wasn't about just that we break the matzah, And we ate the matzah. It wasn't about that we we drank the we drank the and we drank the grape juice, and yeah, now we're doing something. Yes. Now we remember Christ like again, like it's some Catholic or Christian communion. No, 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 no. Are we living his same life? Are we consumed his life? Are we consuming the example that he lived and left for us? Are we making our lives? Pattern after Christ's life. Not just because he ate some bread or drank some wine. Not because he broke the matzah and drank the manna And I was like, Oh yeah, now I'm doing something. And now we're toasting to Hoshaya or to Laila No, brother said, No, no, no. All that was a metaphor. It was it was symbolic. It was symbolism. Yes, at the Passover, we do eat the matzahs. That's not wrong. I'm not saying that it's wrong. Yes, we eat the matzahs. We break the matzahs. We send prayers up. We bless the bread. We, uh, we take the wine, the wine cup, and we drink the wine. Yes, we do that. Yes, that is proper. That is proper. But all that is sim- symbolic. Verse 26. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 26. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. So as often as we eat the bread, his life, we follow his example. We drink the blood, we make his life our, our lives. We're showing the Lord's death until he comes. We're living his life until he comes back. We're doing like the the, the apostles in Acts chapter 11 verse 26 that the, Christ, the apostles called Christians first at Antioch, that when they saw the apostles, they saw Christ. They lived his life. They continued his work as if he was still there. The sacrifices, the endurance, the giving, the charity, the love, the, 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 the example, they became the living examples, the living examples of Christ. This is what we're supposed to be doing now. This is what we're supposed to be doing now. That we're showing again. What does it say? Um, verse twenty-six. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. We're doing. We're showing his death. We're, we're living his life until he comes back. Verse twenty-seven. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. How do we make ourselves unworthy? When Christ was betrayed, what did he do? Christ knew he was going to be betrayed, crucified, put to death, made to suffer. He knew it. But what did he do? He gave thanks. He understood. It wasn't about his will. It wasn't about what he was going through, about how he felt. It wasn't about his emotions. It was about having to do, go through the sacrifice for the most high, turning the other cheek. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. So now, if we don't take that same mentality in things where we're being betrayed, our trust is being violated. We're being inconvenienced. We're being uh, uh, made to suffer, the feeling of being violated. I'm being a fool for Christ's sake because the old me would have been snapped on your ass quick. I'm not dealing with no type of disrespect. But because I'm consuming Christ, I'm, I'm following in Christ's steps. I'm walking his path. I'm going allow this to happen. But for the person who's like, no, hell no, I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let myself go through this. I'm not gonna be humiliated. I'm not gonna be humbled. I'm not gonna be um, I'm not I'm too good to go through something like that. Now, when we actually eat the bread, talking about the actual Passover bread, or drinking the Passover wine, we're unworthy. We're gonna still hold grudges. We're still gonna hold bitterness. Now we're doing this thing unworthily, claiming that we're, we're, we're Israelites, claiming that we're Christians, claiming that we're following the Messiah in Christ. But now when, when, when we get offended, violated, trust gets broken. Inconveniences come. And if we're holding on to those things, when we hold on to the example that Christ actually left, now we're doing these things unworthily. And now we make ourselves guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. That Christ went through it, how come we can't go through it? Christ was betrayed. Now, we're, we're too good to be betrayed. We're too good to go through this. They call Christ the king of shit, the Elzebub. I can't let somebody talk about me, slander me. And let me make sure that they're that's telling the truth about me. If I'm a piece of shit, I'm a piece of shit. But if they're saying it's just to slander me and now I I I can't let anybody tell me or, or speak to me that way or, or, or say this about me. Verse twenty eight. First Corinthians seven verse twenty eight. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. You got to examine yourself. Am I walking the same way Christ walked? Am I, are the words of Christ in my head? Am I living that life? Verse 29. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. And because of this, because of, again, selfishness, pride, stubbornness, there's a lot of weak and sick people among amongst those who call themselves Israelites, and many don't get it. And because we don't want to follow that example and be that example. There's many people of our nation. Chapter of the four corners of the earth that are suffering. Because we don't want to submit. We don't want to take low. Verse 31. For if you would, if we, for if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. If we don't wear ourselves against Christ's life, then can't nobody come and judge you. They can say what they want they can do what they want but if i'm following christ and his example i ain't got to worry about what they're saying or, or how they're thinking about me or how they're looking at me but when we are judged we are uh chastened of the lord that we should not be condemned with the world that if, if i'm measure if christ is the measure and i'm be, i'm falling short of christ's measure let me, I'll be condemned. I'm, I'm gonna take that, that that chastisement so that at the end of the world, I'm not gonna die. I can be a part of God's kingdom. Verse thirty three. Like Christ promised, he that eat eat of his flesh and drink of his blood, shall have life eternal. Be, be members of that kingdom where we live forever. Verse thirty-three. Wherefore, my brethren, when ye come together to eat, carry one for another. Don't just be about you. Make sure you get yours. Oh, the lamb! Oh, I gotta get my lamb. I gotta, get, I gotta eat my lamb. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, get, gotta get it. Oh, wh- where's the wine? Oh, I gotta drink the wine. Oh, that's mine. Oh, I gotta get it. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. Oh, that's mine. Being a strict glutton. As it says in the apocalypse for being a straight nigga. Let me get that real quick. Let me just call it out. Let me just call it out. N-I-G-G-A-R-D. Ecclesiastes chapter 31, verse 24. Um, Ecclesiastes chapter 31, verse 23 Or Syriac Chapter 31, verse 23 It says, whoso is liberal of his meat Men shall speak well of him Meaning liberal, meaning Liberal, you share You spread out You don't just keep it for yourself Uh, liberal, um, of a free heart, free to give or to bestow, not closed or contracted, unefficient. Um, uh, I'm not sure about that word. Bountiful, generous, giving largely, um, generous, uh, ample, large, as a liberal donation, a liberal allowance. Verse, Deuteronomy number. Three, not selfish, narrow, or contracted. You're not selfish, narrow. You're generous. You give. So, in reading this scripture here, and we we're about to wrap this up, in Ecclesiastes 31, verse 23, whoso is liberal of his meat, you're generous. You give. You share. Like Christ did. Freely I received, freely give. Whoso is liberal of his meat, men shall speak well of thee, of him. And report of his good housekeeping will be believed. Man, that brother's generous. That family generous. That, that sister, man, they, man they, they, their church, they just give their hospitality. They will literally give you the share of their back. They will give their last in following Christ. Many people call them foolish. Their own family members are like, "Well, you got kids, you got this, and 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 you're still giving, you're still helping. Who's helping you? You're stupid. You, you 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 have too big of a heart. Your heart's too big. If my heart, if I mention my heart against Christ's heart, how the hell can I sit here and have the audacity to think that my heart's too big? That I give too much?" That I knew I should have kept back some for myself. I knew I should have been selfish. Please. Let's keep reading though. Let's keep reading. I'm going to read verse 23 again. Whoso is liberal of his meat, men shall speak well of him. And the report of his good housekeeping will be believed. It ain't because you keep a germ-free house. And it's not because you make sure that when people come to your door, they take their shoes off at the door because you've got some good housekeeping. It's not like that you're liberal, you're generous, you're helpful. Reading on now, verse 24. But against him that is a niggard, N-I-G-G-A-R-D, yes, it's in the Bible. But against him that is a niggard of his meat, the whole city shall murmur, and the testimonies of his niggardness shall not be doubted of. Nigard. From the Webster's 1828 dictionary. Nigard, a noun, straight, narrow, to haggle, to be swordly, parsimonious, parsimian- exhibiting an uh, analogy similar to those of wretch, wreck and haggle, a miser, a person mainly close or covetous, um, a sword wretch who saves every cent or spends grudgingly, serve him as a grudging master, as a, a prosimious niggard of his wealth, uh, the niggards of advice, or on no uh, pretense, niggard, miserly. Now the adverb, niggard, meaning uh, miserly, meaning covetous. Um, number two, sparing, wary, uh, most free of question, but uh, to our demands, niggard of his reply, niggard to stint, to supply sparingly. So, what do we have here, brothers and sisters? No, I want that. I want that. Come back to, to the book. But against him that is a niggard, you tight-fisted, you spend grudgingly, you help people grudgingly, you can tell it hurts you to help others. Because in your mind, you really think that it's yours and it's all yours and that people are just trying to get from you. you you're that Scrooge. You're a niggard. It says, but against him that is a niggard, you only look out for you. And to help others, it hurts you to help others. You give sparingly, unlike Christ. But against him that is a niggard of his meat, the whole city shall murmur. Everybody can be talking, say, yeah, yep, he a nigger.'" He had it but didn't help. I believe it. No, that's not a slander. He only he only stores for himself. He only stores for him and his family. Yeah, I believe it because that's how the nigga is. He uses people. I believe it. And the testimonies of his niggerness shall not be doubted of. I know i got to post this, right? So with that, brothers and sisters, you know, I'm going to end it with that. I am going to end it with that. And, again, um, today is Wednesday. It is Wednesday, April 12th. Today is the 12th, right? Let me pull my calendar. Today is Wednesday, April 12th. Um, tonight is not a high holiday. The holiday actually begins tomorrow at sundown. Tomorrow sundown starts the last day of the feast of unleavened bread. Tomorrow sundown starts the last day of the feast of unleavened bread. All right? Thursday sundown starts starts the last day of unleavened bread, which would end Friday sundown. It's actually the end of the feast of unleavened bread, but we're going into this the regular weekly Sabbath at that time. Okay, we're going into the regular weekly Sabbath at that time. Okay. So tonight is not a high holy night. Tonight is not a high holy night. It's not a high holy day. It is not the end of the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Right? The beginning of the end of, of the Feast of Unleavened Bread actually starts tomorrow night at sundown. Right? It actually starts tomorrow night at sundown. For those who started the um, uh, Passover uh, Wednesday, April 5th, those who started the Passover sundown April 5th, then uh, tomorrow night at sundown starts the beginning of the end of the Pizza and Lemon Bread. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, uh, whether you tuned in live, uh, you called in, or if uh, uh, you cut our show, uh, one of the archive shows. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Please do not forget to check out ISBHBK.com, um, the website, or ISBHBK YouTube channels, ISBHBK uh, San Antonio, ISBHBK Houston, or ISBHBK Norfolk. So with that, my name is uh, Brother Mashaba. Thank you all for tuning in. And in tomorrow, we we'll, are going to continue. I will go and continue this class tomorrow. Tomorrow being Thursday, I will continue this class tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, you can get some notification, get some understanding. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up, 210-784-8463. Text me, Erica, 210-784-8463. And I got you. And with that, all uh, praise and all thanks to the Most High in Christ. And we're going to say shalom.